chalice lighting today is by Marnie Singer. The chalice is the container, the space where the musicians and the listeners gather. The wax is the fuel, the hours of practice and the life experiences of everyone in the room. The wick is the instruments and the vocal cords through which the music will flow and the flame the flame is the music, which is created as if by magic. When the instruments are lifted, the breath is inhaled, and the downbeat is knotted. May this flame ignite the music within us all. Our next piece is a poem by Emily Carr, who is a famous artist from British Columbia who painted First Nations people and forests. So still were the big woods where I sat. Sound might not yet have been born. So still were the big woods. Feel their protecting spread their uplifting rise, their solid, immovable strength. See God in it all. Enter into the life of the trees, the silence full of sound. Everything is green. Everything is waiting and still. Everything is alive. 
So still were the big woods where I sat. Sound might not yet have been born. Today's centering words are by the Reverend Dennis Hamilton. They say it is air moving, vibrations of air traveling across the room, even through walls, coming to move the cochlea, the eardrum. That is miracle enough. But music is more. The ear moving, the heart making hands clap, feet move, whole troops of dancers sway, to leap, to move as one. It is the miracle of the ear, moving marchers to sing songs of freedom, songs of courage, moving worshipers to chant the news of grace or moan the news of loss. But how, how does it work? First, take the heartbeat and the sound of breathing in sleep, in love, in war. And don't forget the love songs of elk, or the creak of old boats, the whispering of cattails, or the conversation of starlings. All of the world's songs are sacred. They can mend a broken heart or make a mountain dance. More, music can overcome the confusion of tongues, the babble of languages, for music is the universal language. Married to the spoken word, woven into song, it can heal the soul and raise dry bones to walk about. So come, let us listen, those who have ears to hear, and let us raise a joyful noise. has no limitations no boundaries does it know it draws us to each other without spectacle or show 
It's just the most astounding force the universe does hold. And it's been growing steadily since the earliest days of old. And I believe it's the natural energy between every living soul. And while its counterpart can surely take a giant toll, in the end it conquers all, not just in the romantic sense. All relationships ebb and flow, and it's what guides and mends. The words of English composer Edward Elger. My idea is that there is music in the air, music all around us. The world is full of it, and you simply take as much as you require. Good morning. I hope you have been enjoying the music so far this morning. Have you ever looked at the birds lined up on electrical wires and thought, doesn't that look like music? I wonder what that might sound like. Could it really sound like music? It might surprise you to know that you are not alone in having this question. Indeed, it can sound like music. This morning, I want to share with you some unusual places you might find music if you were curious enough to look for it. From birds sitting just so on wires, from the plants in your home and gardens, from the very building blocks of nature and you yourself, elements and DNA. Some people I've talked with about the omnipresence of nature's music have been skeptical. So I would like to not only just tell you about the music that surrounds you, but offer you a chance to listen to the musicians that serve as conductors and composers of natural music, the silent forms of music around us all. One morning in 2009, while reading his morning paper, Yarbas Agnelli, a musician and film director, noticed a picture taken by photographer Paolo Pinto of birds sitting on five parallel electrical wires. That's the picture that served as our image this morning. Where most of us might just see birds, he saw an A minor seven chord <laughs> and was curious to hear what that melody, what melody the birds were creating. The video you're about to see is Agnelli's classical composition of the birds on the electrical wires. It was named one of the top 25 videos at the YouTube Play Festival in 2010 and has received or had received over 2 million views by 2015. Enjoy. introduction of this performance at the TEDx Sao Paulo, Agnelli said the experience of translating the picture to music taught him you can find poetry everywhere you, if you take the initiative. This music example is, of course, more one of someone making music where he chose to see it. There are, however, frequencies of sound all around us that we simply cannot hear. Think of it as music from your radio. Without the radio, we do not hear the translation of sound waves being transmitted through the air. 
Nature also surrounds us with waves of energy, electric pulses that can be deciphered into organic electronic music with the right mechanism. One such tool is the U1, a device designed in the 1970s by an eco-society in Italy, Damanhur, during their research of plant communication. This machine perceives the electromagnetic variations from the surface of plant leaves to the root system and translates them into sound. Simone Vitale is one of the many composers who use the U1 to translate this electrical resistance between the leaves and the roots of plants into a MIDI signal, that's that electronic signal, that produces music. In this video, he explains how it works. And the device will, um, will detect uh, changes in the um, electric potential between the roots and the leaves of the plant and will translate these signals into a MIDI kind of signals that can be read by the computer, can be, um, the computer can put a sound to these electrical um, variations happening in the plant. And then I switch the device on and now the device is adjusting and reading the electricity from coming from the plant and it's already transmitting the signal to the MIDI cable and to the computer to get the sound. So what I was doing before with the keyboard now the plant is doing basically the same and it's using this device as if it was a keyboard. I'd like to share with you another musician's work with plant music. In a video interview with tech-centered motherboard, self-titled sonic artist Melise Petre describes her process and experience with translating plant communication. Sometimes the input is analog, like bioemission. Bioemissions are the current that comes off of living things. The way that it works is that you have a plant and you, you know, put an electrode on it, which can be used to conduct that current coming off the leaf, and then it goes into an amplifier, and then the amplifier gets turned into binary code, and the software takes that data and animates sound. The sound is not a sample, it's all generative. It's like organic electronic music. The world I want to see is where we use technology to enhance our relationship with ourselves. We are nature and we are ecology. Ecology is the interrelationship between all things. We are living things. In the continuation of this interview with Petre, um, her interviewer asked her about the paradox of organic nature, of the organic nature of plant music being artificially translated. And she shares this perspective. In terms of the plant music with the organic versus the electronic stuff, I don't find it paradoxical as much as I find it symbiotic because the sonification of those signals in that context 
create such crazy music. And, and I could never have made it, mm -hmm. nor could anybody else. And you never know what's going to happen. I thought, how would it work? And I thought, well, a jazz band. You know, you have like players in a jazz band mm -hmm. and everyone can solo. It's always harmonically <laughs> proportionate. When I was telling my sister about my discovery of plant music, oh, and by the way, if you put a U1 device on two or more plants in the same vicinity, they will actually harmonize with one another. Truly amazing. Anyway, when I told my sister Kelly about this, her response was, great, now I have nothing to eat. In addition to music from plants, the elements and even your DNA, the very building blocks of every living thing, emit frequencies that can be translated into music. Biomusician Susan Alexander and her friend and avid supporter of crazy musical musings, Dr. David Diemer, professor, professor of chemistry at University of California, Santa Cruz, have explored elemental music. During the Wonderfest Science Conference of 2008, Professor Diemer explained that data derived from the light absorption spectra, and this goes uh, like up over my head, uh, of the four DNA molecule bases, and pardon me, Cindy, if I say these wrong, <laughs> adenine, cytosine, thymine, and guanine, guanine, <laughs> can be converted into sonic frequencies, then adjusted for human hearing by tonally decreasing it by 35 octaves to create musical notes on a microtonal scale. The video of this, of Dr. Diemer's presentation, is too lengthy for this morning, but I can and will send an email to North Lake Talk later today with the location of all the videos from this morning as well as Dr. Diemer's presentation for you to enjoy. It turns out, and honestly I had no idea until I started exploring this topic myself, there are Lamore frequencies which are radio waves ranging from 60 to 500 megahertz, which are emitted from the nucleus of atoms, like oxygen and carbon. They can also be translated into harmony or harmonically ordered elemental music representing octaves, fifths, and thirds. These frequencies are processed similarly to the plant signals, data translated via computer, computer and then synthesized to create biomusic. The following is Alexandra's, Alexander's composition from Sequentia, a DNA, um, Sequentia is an actual album, and the, compo the composition we're gonna hear is the DNA base adenine. Alexander's 2007 paper on pulsars and the frequency of elements, she concludes that nature is the master teacher and artist. To explore her is irresistible. A partnership with nature is sustained by respect and fascination. It is endlessly creative, powerful, and stunning. Since we are nature too, this is cause for rejoicing.
I choose to think that there is so much we humans are not yet capable of discerning from nature. So many of us are unaware, and many perhaps even too self-absorbed, to realize the beauty of the silent music woven around us every day. But there are those that are both sensitive to it and curious enough to find it and make it available for us to enjoy. I hope, you, I, hope I have helped you to experience a little of that remarkable beauty this morning. And maybe as you work in your gardens or enjoy a hike during what by all appearance is going to be another marvelous Pacific Northwest summer, you can imagine the music flowing all around you. I leave you, with this, oh, I leave you this morning with the words all musicians know as truth from the king of pop, Michael Jackson. To live is to be musical, starting with the blood dancing in your veins. Everything has a rhythm. <laughs>